Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm going to have a perma smile on my face as I record this. It is our Mine and Joe's anniversary weekend, and we are celebrating 13 magical years of being married. And Joe is my special guest, and I've never had him on the podcast. So I kind of like threw it out to him today like, hey, why don't you come be on my podcast? And we're doing it. But I had to give him an assignment to make it easy for him. So I said, write down five love lessons that you've learned over these years so that we can share that with my listeners. So he wrote down five. They're super secret. I don't know what they are yet. (laughs) He said he's going to embarrass me. Great. And I just jotted down five myself. So we're going to go over those. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Life lesson number one. Don't assume if you like something she does. Um, In in fact, I can give you an example. Like she she loves Kyle or Kale. Is that what it's called? Kale? And and grilled artichokes. (laughs) I was going to say, who's Kyle? Gosh, I don't know how many times that she will say, oh, you got to try this salad. It's just amazing. And I'm like, I don't like it. I just don't like it. And I love scary movies. I love oh Westerns. And if I go to uh, Netflix and start picking some of those, I know now. Don't just assume because I like it. She'll like it because she absolutely doesn't. That's my number one. Don't assume. Okay. Okay. I don't feel like we have to compromise on a lot. Like, we both love... All foods. Oh yeah, I mean, other All than foods. other than kale, carbonzo beans, and I don't know, there may be one or two other <laughs> things. I like just it, right? about everything. You like hummus? That's true. It makes no sense. Uh, I don't like carbonzo no beans because of the texture. Avocado is another one. I love guacamole, but don't you dare put how are you, how avocado are you this on a about sandwich. Food. <laughs> well, that was life lesson number one. What's okay. yours? Um. Life lesson number one for me is love means that you recommit regularly. And by recommit, like, like remind yourself in your mind what you're here for. To apologize when you're wrong, admit when you know you're wrong or angry, allow yourself to be vulnerable. And sometimes that's hard. You know it's hard for me to admit when I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you're so rarely wrong, right? Yeah, rarely. I'm like never wrong anyway. So, um, but, but, you know, when I am or if I like get angry, I, I try to apologize. And, you know, to me that's kind of like recommitting to the relationship. Wow. That's, um. Kind of funny because my number two is always say you're sorry. Even if you've realized, or always say you're sorry um, when you've realized you've offended the other person, even if you think you're right. It's better to, if, if you, you no, no, you're gonna no I, lo- I love that. I, no, <laughs> I, I like what you're saying. It's like, do you want to be right or do you want to be married? <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Exactly. And, you know, just because you're not offended doesn't mean the other person is. And if you can see the nonverbals and you've offended the person, um, and, you know, we all have bad days. I have bad days and I get grumpy sometimes. And I might, no. I might snip and, <laughs> you know, say something that might offend you. Snarl but and growl. I try to, when I recognize that, to go and say, hey, I'm sorry. Sense. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because we have to, you know, yeah. reconnect. Yeah. Um, and in fact, you, that brings up a good thing where you say reconnect. Okay, hold on. That's when my number two. Well, you said you have to reconnect. Number two is my reconnect regularly. Oh, okay. Because I that was going to so say funny. when it's broken, if you yeah. break that feeling of trust, uh, trust or, you know, um, connection, connection yeah. it's, it's broken until you mend it. And yeah. sometimes saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, can help mend that. Yeah, definitely. So my number two is reconnect regularly. And it's so funny. I remember when we first were married, um, if I felt disconnected from you, I would like pull you into a hug and say, we need to reconnect. And I remember one time you turned to me and you said, do you have your period? (laughs) And you did. And I did, but I was super offended. I was like, that has nothing to do with this, but actually it did. And you knew when I was like emotional and I swear to God, he tracked my cycle. Um, but by reconnecting regularly, I mean like really have a deep connection purposely, like a date night or tub time. Tub time. I was just going to say tub time. I even wrote that down because we take lots of baths together and you know, what a great way to connect naked, facing each other in a bathtub and, and having... You're, and you're technically usually off your phone because it'll get wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're never on our phone during during our connection time. But even our, you know, the daily dog walks that we take is like a good That's time true. to connect, That's you true. know? Although sometimes we're listening to our books, and some, but sometimes we're talking. Like and sometimes we don't take the dogs because we want to just be with ourselves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so what's your number three? Oh, this one might embarrass Julie. Oh God! Um, life lesson number three: Don't listen to what Julie says she wants when she's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember one Christmas. Oh I, I wrapped up this big giant box put it under there and I was so excited for when she opened it and she was like gosh what is it is it a main coat what is it it's really big and she opens it up and it's a karaoke machine and she's like um thanks but (laughs) what made you think I wanted that I said because I tracked this I said two months ago you said I've always wanted a karaoke machine so I wanted to get you that Yeah, there were a couple of surprises at Christmas, and I learned that I had to be careful what I ask for because Joe takes copious notes, and he will get it for me. Whether she really wants it or not. Whether I actually wanted it or not. It's kind of like drunk Amazon shopping. A hand wax machine. Yeah, like a paraffin wax machine. With with years supply of paraffin wax that she never used. What the heck? I like had that treatment done one time and said how much I liked it. So he decided to buy me the whole system. So yeah, that's funny. What's your number three? My number three is practice using each other's love language. Oh, I like that. Especially when you practice. Yeah. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. Well, 
Uh, well, I don't know. I always say practice makes good. Okay. Like nothing's ever perfect, but like Joe's love language is um, words of affirmation. And I, I think it's really almost pathetic of me um, if I don't give him words of affirmation because it's the easiest love language to do. Um, and I have to remind myself, like, like if you wash my car, I have to be like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I like remind myself to really praise you because it doesn't come super easily or naturally to me to like give that praise. Um, but I know it means a lot to you. You know, this is, this is fascinating where ours kind of go hand in hand because I'm not believe shocked. it or not, um, her love language is quality time. Mm -hmm. And my life lesson number four is don't buy jewelry, buy experiences. Because she wants quality time. She would rather forsake anything that Aww. is of um, you a, know, trinket. A, a trinket or yeah. jewelry or a new car or anything like that. And she'd rather spend the weekend together or, or something like that. You're right. That's funny how those just lined up perfectly. I love that. That is so funny. I can't wait to see what your that next is one is. That is so funny. Okay, number four is um, grow together. And I mean like grow, like personal development growth. And I feel like our grow together is doing things that might get us out of our comfort zone, trying new things, you know? Like, I know I love going to concerts and you hate crowds. I hate but crowds. Like, <laughs> I hate them like a passion. But you'll go to every concert I want to go to because, you know, it's out of your comfort zone, but like you're doing it for me and you always have a good time. That's good. Right? Yep. Okay. I do. I do. Once but, we finally get home. <laughs> um, and like, remember that time we took dance lessons together? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was another one where at least... For her Christmas gift, and this is something she always oh wanted, God. was dancing lessons. So this was I think happened right, I think right at that... COVID time. Yeah. And you talk about being outside your comfort zone. That was me. Yeah. I was way outside it. I think we but I bought it for her because this is something she said she wanted. So like, since we moved to North Carolina and we are like, we don't have a lot of friends together. One of the things that... We, well, we don't have any friends when we first moved here, but one of the things that we did that I consider like growth together was to go knock on the doors of all of our new neighbors. We had an open house when we finally moved into our house. Um, we go out together mm -hmm. and talk to people and like we've made friends we we made they are so like, friendly around here I gotta people give them credit. are very friendly, but we made like a really good couple friends at the grocery store mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I mean I just think that's really fun and I love doing things that are new and different experiences with you yeah me too we're gonna play pickleball I keep saying that but we're gonna play oh. pickleball it's happening I can't wait <laughs> all right number five don't do anything you can't keep up with and in fact <laughs> this Julie actually said this when we were dating she goes you know I've dated before and a lot of times people are so much nicer when you're dating and then you have a relationship and you take the other person for granted and you stop doing all the things that you did while you were dating. So she says, don't do anything you can't keep up with. So to this day, 
I will make her her coffee in the morning. Um, when she worked in an office, I actually put a little to-go cup for her every day. And every night, I have to make sure I give her uh, a bottle of water next to her nightstand. Yeah. And I usually will um, plug in her stuff that needs to be charged and so she's all set and ready to do it. I know. You plug some... in my phone. He plugs in my Apple Watch. <laughs> He's plugging in my little sleep headphones. Oh, my God. Um, and one thing you didn't mention is when we both worked at an office, he would make me a coffee and he would write a love note on my coffee lid. It was a black coffee lid with a silver Sharpie. And I saved over a hundred of those coffee lids. Well, that's right. You made a book out of them. I made I photographed them and I made a book out of them. And it, I call it, it's called Coffee Lid Love. Yeah, I don't remember if it was for a Valentine's gift or, or an right anniversary gift. It's but right it was there. really neat. It was an I think you're right. It was a Valentine's gift. Yeah. Huh. What's your number five? Um, my number five is Dream Big Together. Um, like this house? Yeah. Well, a lot of things. Like, I feel like after, you know, my divorce, it was almost like, I didn't dream big ever until we got married and then we started planning our life together and you know I did vision boards and things on my vision board was coming true because you and I were like accomplishing things and making things happen in our lives so um like I mean look at where's the other vision board that one right there, this house is on that vision mm -hmm. board. Um, your Tesla was on that vision board. Our ski chalet in Girdwood, Alaska was on that vision board. And all these things were coming true. We were purposely planning and and doing these things. And um, it's crazy because I, I help people like dream bigger. And I feel like that's one of the things that we do well together is we dream really big together. And, you know, now that we're in this house, I think we're kind of like living in this altered state of, oh my gosh, here we are, we've arrived. And also now like, get to enjoy it. what's next? Yeah. Well, I think next is enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, we're both kind of in that place where it's like, okay, we're going to just take a pause on crazy big dreams. Um, but there will be, there will be some mm -hmm. in our near future. Mm -hmm. We will we want dream some bigger. international travel. Yeah. Well, we've, we've also done that too. I don't know. I, I don't know what like crazy big well, for us Well, we were right talking about bike riding through Italy. Oh yeah. That's. That would be fun. That's on that vision board over yes. there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Well, thanks for letting me spend some time with you on our anniversary. Aww. I love you. I love you too. We're going out to dinner tonight. He bought me flowers. It is awesome. Happy 13th, honey. Happy lucky 13. <laughs> lucky 13. All right, you guys. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to this special episode. And I'll see you all next time. Bye. If you like this podcast, then you will love my Get Over Divorce book. It is packed with the tools that I use to help my clients fast forward their divorce healing and reclaim a more fulfilled, independent new life. 
It's only $4.99 and it's an instant download. Plus you get the audio version for free and two other amazing bonuses, all designed to help you redefine your post-divorce journey on your terms. Grab it now at getoverdivorce.com.